Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. Okay, let me read you a few headlines, then make a prediction that I am more than certain will come true. <laughs> okay, in 2016, uh, Gallup reported that Americans trust in mass media sinks to a new low. Now, in 2018, uh, Columbia Journalism Review uh, posted an article, and this was the headline, Most Americans Say They Have Lost Trust in the Media. Now, also in 2018, this headline from a blog, TV Newser, said this. This is the headline. Uh, study, half of all high school students don't trust the media to report accurately and fairly. And then quite recently, quite recently as of, let's see here, yes, July 2019, USA Today had a headline that read this. Trust no one? Americans lack faith in the government, the media, and each other, survey finds. And when I read through uh, that article, I find this quote from Pew Research Center that said, 61% say the news media ignores important stories. Well, all that being said, my prediction is this. I predict that the news media, especially the mainstream news, will never again have the high confidence of the American public. At least not as high as it once did decades ago when Walter Cronkite was the most trusted man in America. But why? Why is that? What are the underlying factors of the news, uh, the news production that have the American public so skeptical? Well, I count the reasons why, and I will share them with you after this message from my sponsor. Entrepreneur Kylie Jenner makes an estimated $1 million per sponsored post on her Instagram, which makes her the highest paid celebrity influencer on the social media platform, according to the 2018 Instagram Rich List compiled by Hopper HQ and Automated Instagram Scheduler. Jenner is followed by singer Selena Gomez, who gets $800,000 per sponsored post, and star soccer player Cristiano Ronaldo, who earns $750,000. Together, these and other up-and-coming stars contribute to the $1 billion influencer market, which is expected to double in value this year. Now, all that is great until there is an Instagram bug and you lose over a million followers, which happened to Kim Kardashian, Justin Bieber, and several others. If it could happen to them, it could most definitely happen to you. The moral of the story? Don't build your house on rented land. I suggest you do what I did and get your own mobile app with Superpass. Superpass makes cutting-edge content apps easy, instant, and affordable. So whether you already have content or are looking to start making money by selling your podcasts or videos online, Superpass can help. So sure, Build up an audience on social media, but drive the traffic to a property you own, and that property should be Superpass. For more information, visit Superpass at www.superpass.app. That's www.supapass.app. Superpass.app. And be sure to tell them Jim Strauss sent you. 
One reason why the public cannot have full confidence in the news media is because it is in business to make money, not share truth. Case in point, consider the pharmaceutical industry. Does this sound familiar to you? Herb quit smoking with Chantix and support. Talk to your doctor about Chantix and a support plan that's right for you. Now listen to the possible side effects that could affect the people taking the drug. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, depressed mood, and suicidal thoughts or actions while taking or after stopping Chantix. If you notice agitation, hostility, depression, or changes in behavior, thinking, or mood that are not typical for you, or if you develop suicidal thoughts or actions, stop taking Chantix and call your doctor right away. Talk to your doctor about any history of depression or other mental health problems, which can get worse while taking Chantix. Wow. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but I imagine the drug companies are compelled by law to mention those potential harmful effects, or at the very least, they do so to reduce the risk of lawsuits. I get two notions from that. On September 26, 2018, the blog Biopharma Dive published an article called Pharma Advertising in 2018, TV Midterms and Specialty Drugs. And here is a quote from that article. Just considering television, 187 commercials for about 70 prescription medications have collectively aired almost half a million times since the start of 2018. And to do that, drug companies shelled out 2.8 billion dollars according to the marketing analytics provider iSpot.tv. With so much money coming from pharmaceutical companies, do you think that plays a factor when reporters are writing their stories? Of course it does. Listen to this clip from the TV show America's Lawyer featuring Mike Pampantonio. Um, in addition to the the director. Well, Martha, isn't it, I mean, all you have to do is watch the nightly news. You're liable to see eight advertisements from Merck and Pfizer, right. Johnson and Johnson. I mean, how can that not be influencing the 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 reporters or the executive producers of those of the of that programming? I mean, they know where their money is coming from. They know where they're getting this money. The, some cat on the 50th floor makes this decision that that says, you know, we can't tell these stories where drugs are killing people. We can't tell it because we're going to re- right. lose advertising dollars. Can't you basically already see that just by watching the nightly news and seeing those advertisements? Well, of course you can. They won't report on um, you know, the, the dangers which, of course, you and I know about. Reason number one why we cannot trust the mainstream media is the influence wielded upon it by big advertisers like the pharmaceutical industry. Reason number two is the personal bias of the people who own the media. One thing I found like very surprising when I was researching this episode was how much of the mainstream media is an illusion of choice. When you follow the money, you discover that 90% of all news, again, I say 90% of all the mainstream news is produced and controlled by only six companies. And they are GE, News Corp, Disney, Viacom, Time Warner, and CBS. When you look on sites like Open Secrets, which tracks the contributions that companies make to politicians, the pattern is obvious. The majority of the big six companies that own the mainstream media are highly sympathetic to left-leaning liberal Democrats and are more than a bit adversarial to right-leaning conservative Republicans. 
Now, when I learned that fact, this explainer video I found on the Media Research Center website made sense to me. Here's a clip. People talk about an objective news media. There is no such thing, really. Everyone has his own point of view, his personal bias, even true journalists. But there are serious problems with the anchors, editors, producers, and reporters who make up the National Press Corps. One, they are overwhelmingly liberal. Two, they deny their bias. Three, they make no effort to balance their leftist worldview with conservative viewpoints. Reporters are meant to report, period. Instead of news, we get leftists advancing leftism and calling it news. There are many ways biased reporters can skew a news story. They can choose to write about reports from liberal groups or use sound bites from liberal policy experts, while ignoring conservative policy experts and studies published by conservative groups. Stories hostile to conservatives might show up on the front page of a newspaper or at the top of a TV newscast, while negative stories about liberals might be given much less prominence or be ignored altogether. Reporters routinely label conservatives with extremist tags, such as far-right or right-wing, while assigning favorable labels to liberals, such as civil rights activists or children's rights supporters. There is also bias by omission, where real news is ignored if it negatively affects the liberal narrative. And when all else fails, the liberal media resort to character assassination and personal attacks against conservatives they don't agree with. The Media Research Center was formed to identify and expose this left-wing bias by documenting the irrefutable evidence. Big money from advertisers influences the news. Political bias influences the news. And both are reasons not to trust mainstream news. Here's a third reason. Some reporters are not trustworthy. Reporters lie, take payoffs, and make things up just to get headlines. <laughs> Here are just a few examples I found on the website ThoughtCo. Each one was a scandal in his own day. Let's see if you can remember them. A 2005 report by USA Today revealed that the Bush White House had paid conservative columnists to promote the administration's policies. Hundreds of thousands of dollars were paid to columnists Armstrong Williams, Maggie Gallagher, and Michael McManus. Williams, who received the most loot, acknowledged he had received $241,000 to write favorably about Bush's No Child Left Behind initiative, and he apologized. His column was canceled by the Tribune Company, his syndicator. Popular NBC Nightly News journalist Brian Williams became embroiled in a scandal when he claimed to have been in a helicopter hit by a missile in 2003 when reporting on the invasion of Iraq. Actually, the helicopter hit was in front of his. He first recounted the story on David Letterman in 2013 and elsewhere. In 2015, a soldier in the helicopter that was actually hit heard the story and didn't recall Williams being on his particular transport. Now, Williams wouldn't say that he lied, but rather explained that his order of events was a result of his faulty memory. Quote, 
I made a mistake in recalling the events of 12 years ago, end quote. He was put on leave for six months without pay and then replaced on the nightly news. You can find Williams now on MSNBC. Rolling Stone ran a huge story about several University of Virginia men who reportedly raped a woman as part of a fraternity initiation. The story was called A Rape on Campus. The source fabricated her story. It was only after the story was published that the source's story started to unravel. When the writer was following up on a detail that the source refused to divulge during the interview portion of the reporting. The magazine settled a lawsuit with the fraternity, agreeing to pay $1.65 million in defamation damages, some of which was to be donated to charities dealing with sexual assault victims. In light of big money from advertisers, media bias, and the occasional bad egg, who can you trust to get your news? Well... I have a bit of a formula. See, I look at media outlets that are diametrically opposed to each other in terms of how they report the news. Then I search for points where they agree, and that is what I accept as truth. In other words, when Fox News and CNN both agree that the sky is blue, then I will believe that the sky is blue. <laughs> uh, you can imagine how often that happens. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard, I want to know about it. You can leave a comment concerning this podcast on my website at www.jimstroud.com. In addition to finding source material and related information for this podcast episode, you'll find other goodies that I hope will make you smile. And if you have not already, please subscribe to my website. Your continued support keeps this podcast train chugging down the track. That's what ransomware is all about. It's psychological pressure. Ransomware, when your computer's hacked into and your data held ransom. Attacks are on the rise and Russian gangs are making billions of dollars. The moment I got that message, I knew our greatest fears that we ever have are starting to come true. The post-Cold War era is over. Dot com, the hacking. A new season from Crowd Network with me, Katie Puckrick. Just search for dot com, that's D-O-T-C-O-M, and subscribe.